Welcome to Impact and Freedom with your host, Jason Feldman. Hey, hey, we are back. I guess it's not we, it's me. I'm back. Hello. How are you doing today? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, I listened to the beginning of one of the podcasts and I was like, the, it says impact of freedom. And then I say that again. And I was like, why am I doing this? That's crazy. But I, I get in this mode of like doing something and then fixing it and then doing it and fixing it, like getting in that loop of constantly changing. So I'm not going to do that for a while. <laughs> I need to keep moving. I need to keep the momentum up. Um, I'm actually working on an offer right now I'm super excited about. And it's it can kind of be challenging with an offer, I think. And I think this goes with any business too, is that you start to like wrap your head around it and you get really, you almost get like emotionally involved a little bit. So it's like, you, you kind of lose sight of, of like the original reason you get lost in all these thoughts because you've accumulated those down the line and you get a little attached to it. And it's hard to be as objective, uh, when the most important thing to do is be objective because, uh, you don't, you don't want to, you want to look at it from the view of somebody else. You want to empathize. And so when I was doing this, there's a sales component to it. And I was just thinking about sales in general. And the one-on-one -on -one sales call is something that really changed my life. And I've seen it change a lot of people's lives that came into my agency and that uh, maybe didn't know how to sell. And then we taught them how to sell. And the, 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 it's amazing what it can do to somebody. It, it lifts their confidence. It just changes their life. And I know I've told this story before, but there's there was somebody that came into the agency. Her name was Sam, and she was a fantastic salesperson. I think she came from Jenny Craig, and I think I might have just told the story, but I'm going to tell it anyways again. <laughs> it might be a little bit of a different version, but she was fantastic, and she came in, had no, no idea anything about insurance, and from the get, from the first call, she had so much confidence, and she did extremely well, like like crushing the other salespeople that have been here for a while. And we were in uh, one of our morning huddles and I asked her, I said, so what, what's the deal? I said, Sam's a good salesperson, right? And everybody's like, oh yeah, she's awesome. And I said, Sam, you have a lot of confidence. And this is something that seems to come really natural to you. She's like, yeah, yep. I said, so, what, so what's the deal? Like, what's your family like? And, and we kind of peeled the onion a little bit and uh, we got down to... The, her dad, her dad was a fantastic salesperson and she had brothers and sisters and none of them had a problem with self-esteem. Uh, none of them had a problem with, um, getting a job because that's a, right. You're selling the employer and she just had this, I mean, she had this life about her that was just magnetizing and it was all because of that. It was all because her dad cared about this skill and got good at it. And now I think she had four siblings. I think there was four. So that would be five people's lives that had this wave, right? And then they're going to have kids. And, and it's just, 
it's like this giant ripple effect of uh, just amazing people that's going to have this vibrant personality in life and not have the same kind of problems as some of um, some of us. You know, I, I, I was horrible at sales. And when I started really diving in and learning about it, I started realizing that sales isn't even about the sale. And what I mean by that is a lot of times when we start in sales, we think about ourselves and getting the sell. And it's not about the sale, it's about helping somebody. And when you really like start empathizing and, and whoever you're talking to, you wanna help them, it completely flips it because then you're not even selling, you're just helping, right? And so I thought that was, uh, it's just one of those skills that like if you have no clients, you and you have that skill, you can get some clients. Like you don't have to worry about not making the bills. Then on the flip side of that, let's say you are doing a one-to-many presentation or whatever, you can still clean up some of the high, you know, high profile clients or whatever with that skill. Or maybe it's a relationship with uh like you you could do a joint venture with somebody, another company, you could build a relationship with somebody who's uh, eventually going to, you know, become pivotal in, in your business in the future. And it's all because of the sales skill. So it's almost like the beginning and the end skill where, you know, marketing and all that is, is incredibly valuable and it's more important than sales in a way, but it's like the sale, like you have to have sales as well. It can't just all be marketing. I think on a, on like a personal level as well. So with all that being said, I was putting this offer together and I was just thinking about sales and I, I just wanted to kind of highlight some of the things that I've learned after listening to thousands and thousands of sales calls and, you know, building a large agency based on the back of just phone calls and getting into the nuances of what makes somebody a good salesperson. And so one of the first things uh, and, th and this, and these sales were B2C, so it might not pertain to you if you're like coach or consultant, it, it, but it's a harder sell than, um, a B2B, I would say it's different because it's more of like you, you beat, you're beating them over the head in a way. So <laughs> that's why this first tip is going to sound, it might not sound, uh, like it would fit you, but, um, I think it's just important to know. And so it's the first part of the phone call conversation. It's what we call the opener, but it's just when you initially talk to somebody, one of the most important things when we're training a salesperson is just don't hang up. Everybody's busy and everybody's, you know, like, oh, I'll call you back and all this stuff. It, it's like, it's important to just try to not get off the phone. And the easiest way is, is to think about like telling them, like, never hang up. Just keep talking. Like if they say, oh, I'm super busy. No, I totally get it. I am too. It's just um, so, and then ask the next question. So just keep them on the phone and you'd be incredibly shocked by how many people just stay on the phone if you just keep talking. It's like, and, and, and a lot of that just has to do with that whole knee jerk reaction of people just hate salespeople. And can you blame them, right? I mean, who wants to talk to a salesperson? Everybody likes to buy stuff, but they don't like to be like sold to. So if they get that feeling, it's kind of icky, but you can get them over that. Um, and part of that is, is practicing that opening line. If you're doing phone sales and we did this in the agency, like so much, it's, in, it's crazy. We just practice the, Hey Sam, how's your day going? Hey Sam, how's your day going? 
Because you want to make it sound like, like whatever you start off with, you want to make it sound like a friend and a friend that's excited. Because I think it's in the first few seconds, uh, somebody somebody makes a judgment about you and like where this is going within the first few seconds of that phone call. So if you sound like, hello, is Samuel there? Nope. <laughs> Click. Like you, the it's staggering the results that you're going to get at that point. So actually practice that. Why? Because for some reason, when we talk to other people or we call a friend, we're like, hey man, how's it going? But then when we jump on these sales calls or something, it's like we turn into a weirdo. Kind of like when we get on camera. <laughs> it's the same thing. I do this too. Like it's it because it's not natural. So it's like you let the emotion take over and you do need to practice it. So okay. So that's the first one is don't hang up and and practice that opening line. How's your day going? How would you talk to a friend? Open like that. It's that simple. The second part of the conversation is you got to connect. Uh, what we did in the agency was uh, we had an uh, acronym WFF for work family fun, which is which is cool. Uh, it works pretty well. Work family fun. Find out what their work life is like, what their family like, and and what they do for fun. But to go deeper, like what are their, you know, if it's a business or something, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Uh, what do they feel that their opportunities are? Uh, what do they feel that their threats are? So it's that whole SWOT analysis, but you want to know what they feel and think. What they what what are they doing? What are they thinking and what are they feeling? Because that's very important. Because at the end of the day, um, value really comes down to uh, what that other person believes. What is value? Value is the benefit or utility. Um in relation to price. So if somebody believes that the benefit or utility of that thing is less than the prices, you have value. So that's why that's incredibly important is to figure out where their head's at. Um, so just talk to them and talk to them like a normal person, you know, and find why, find why. Like never, and, and I, this is one, one thing about sales that I don't think that people like initially when they jump on a sales call, it's hard for them to do. And then they, then they realize over time, but it's, it's peeling the onion. Like I talked about early, earlier, you have to peel the onion. So somebody might say something and give you an answer to something, but it's like, why, why do they feel that way? Like, how did they come up with that? Like peel the, keep going deeper, go deep. Most people live on a surfacey like life, you know, I'm busy. Oh, okay. Call you back later. Click. That's the worst salesperson that does that. So peel the onion. Why be curious about somebody talk about empathy and talk about like a connection you'll get when somebody's super curious, you build an incredible bond. We had this one salesperson or, or telemarketer that was in our agency. Uh, his name is Jesse. If Jesse, if you're listening, you're an amazing dude. He's so funny. He was awesome. And he was telemarketing and he would stay on the phone forever with people. And he would always get the transfer over. He would always, like almost every single person he talked to, because he was so genuinely curious about every detail of the person. And he would like say little 
quirky things like he would like tell them something and he'd say, is that a soup that you'd like to just dip your spoon in and slurp back? Like something like that. He would, that wasn't it, but it was something like that. It was, he would just come up with these things out of the blue and it's, it would make you laugh. It was like a total pattern interrupt, but he just kept asking more questions about the person and whatever that they were saying and what, where they're from and like, oh, is this in that town? And just, oh, I mean, the relationship building was incredible. And it was all because he peeled the onion, peel the onion, care about the other. You want that person to care about you. You have to care about them. And that's so important these days, especially like on a sales call or anything. And you're, if you're talking to anybody, your employees, you know, a person down the street. I mean, it's like, it's so basic that we don't think about it, but like we have to apply that to our sales. Okay. So when we're presenting our product or anything one-on-one, it is a presentation and we want to be the doctor of whatever we do. And if we're a doctor, then we're going to be the doctor of doctors, I guess. But have that presentation down. And part of it is telling, so there's a framework that we use. It's the what house story um, tie down method. So what it is, is like, and the reason why, and you'll know why this pertains to why I have this in here is because we were using it for insurance. So we wanted to break down how how things worked because insurance is confusing and all the lingo is confusing. But I think no matter what field we're in, we have some of that confusing language and we need to break it down. We could say what it is, but we need to say how it works. And then just, you need to empathize with them. Even if they don't ask more, like tell them a story. And, and I would put them into the story. So by this point in the conversation, you've learned about their family, their work, what they do for fun, like what they're scared of, what they, what they like to do and all this stuff. Right. And so you can kind of put them in the uh, scenario and paint the picture for them because they're not going to paint it in their own mind. You, you need to paint it for them so that they can see it. And then, uh, so what you're going to want to do within that is Paint the story of them moving away from the pain, all the pain that they're dealing with, with this problem that you're solving and, and toward a dream, toward this dream. But you've got to paint the picture of moving away from the pain because people are much more motivated to move away from pain than they are towards pleasure. And then once we talk about all this stuff, just like I'm talking so much right now, ask them a question. Don't you think you deserve that? Wouldn't that be great? Isn't that fantastic? So you want to get them to start kind of saying, yes, 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 that would be great. I do deserve that. Wow. Did you know that? Isn't that, isn't that amazing? <laughs> like you want to get them involved in the conversation. So many times as salespeople just talk. You want to get them talking. That's why we peel the onion. Keep asking them. The more they talk, the more they, they're going to buy in to um, just the relationship between you two, but also about your product. Like, it's crazy. So uh, one of the things that, one of the questions I really like to ask uh, from a B2B standpoint is uh, the Dan Sullivan question. And I think it was in three years, if we were here today, what would have had to have happened uh, for you to feel like we had 
massive success or something like that. Uh, you can ask personally, professionally, like all the things. What well, what describe that to me? And because you want them to start talking about their success, but their success and imagining it with you. And so I love that question. That's such a such a good question. And you'll know at this point whether or not they're a good fit for you too. So important. But it gets them talking again. So that's that's awesome. And the the final part of this is uh, just the objection handling. This is one of those things that is so scary. So I'm going to relate this to the insurance agency because it's where I did most of my phone sales. I know I'm so many thousands of calls. It's ridiculous. But the objection part from what I've seen, I know for me, that's the scariest part, right? You've developed this relationship on the phone. I mean, you're so close to the sale and you maybe give a price and you ask them to purchase. And then all of a sudden, they give you an objection. It's like, Ooh, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And, and what I noticed even more after doing it myself, but like watching hiring people and watching people on our team do it and, and just having so many people, uh, salespeople in our agency, everybody's the same thing. Their, phys their physiology completely changes during the objections. And you know that people are going to have objections right? So we have to, we have to practice this because we don't want to have those reactions. Like you should see the people, salespeople, they clinch up and they, um, yeah, like it's just, it looks painful. If you look at a salesperson that gets an objection, it looks painful. <laughs> they look like they're going through some physical pain and they kind of are. It's because they didn't practice much for this. And when you practice more for this and you realize, hey, you're going to get objections, people want and they and it's a good thing, too, because you want to know what are those objections and whether or not you can. Your product would be good for them and what they're worried about. You want to know what's in their head. It's a good thing. So with the objections, uh, we want to peel the onion. Like, you know. Uh, I want to talk to my wife about it. Oh, I totally agree, man. My wife, same thing. Um, what do you? What kind of questions do you think she would ask? What do you think she'd be worried about? If she knew that you'd have that kind of success, move away from that pain that you were talking about, and do you think that she would like that? I mean, just ask them questions about that. Peel the onion. It's not like it, it, I, we came up with this framework of at least overcome two objections or whatever. But dude, it's like way more than that because it's not overcoming an objection. It's co being constantly curious and, and asking why, why. That why question is so important. Th this is the thing that drives me bananas. Why is it when we're a kid? We ask why about everything. My kids ask why about everything so much so it drives me and my wife bananas and it drives everybody else bananas. But I'll sit on the couch and I'll be like, <laughs> and I'll start to go crazy, especially my son, uh, Riker. He'll, he'll start to, he'll start to just why, 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 why? And I'll just be like, what the, and then I'll just realize it'll dawn on me. 
this dude, this is awesome. Like he is going to be the best sales. I don't worry about him at all because of that. He's just so persistent with it. But why is it that, you know, we're taught and school and everything else to stop asking why and to accept it. Uh, well, that's a whole nother story, but I think that's crazy. But we need to ask why. We need to have that innocence of a child and ask why, 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 why. And that really is overcoming objections, is just figuring out why. And, and problem solving for them. A lot of times us as salespeople, we, wanna, we want them to solve a problem. Like we'll tell them why it's good. Or tell them a feature or benefit. It drives me crazy listening to salespeople tell me something like a, a benefit of the thing that they're selling. It's like, I don't care. That, that means nothing to me. Like most of what matters to me now is saving time. So somebody, oh, well, it's the price and well, it's, it's, it's inexpensive. Yeah, but I have to spend more time on it. I don't, that doesn't apply. Like, like the salesperson doesn't realize, oh, I could actually charge more if I save this person time. Like they just put their own subjectivity on it when it, it could be so much easier if they just ask me why, what, what are the things that matter to me? And then say, oh yeah, it does the things that you want. It's like, just repeat what they said that the thing does. Like, it's so easy in that sense. Ah. Uh, and that really is the empathetic thing to do is to just keep asking why like that, you know? So those are my thoughts. I'm excited to see what happens to Riker when he grows up because he's just, he's just like me. He learns stuff the hard way, you know? And, but like we homeschool. So hopefully he doesn't get, hopefully no one, nobody beats out the, asking why thing out of him because it's just such a it's such a good thing asking why maybe that's the whole premise of this conversation ask why about everything you know why are things the way they are you know they, they don't have to be put it that way they don't have to be all right We'll get off my soapbox. Hope you learned a little bit about some sales. I hope a couple of things resonated or gave you spurred some ideas with the conversations that you have um, with your clients. And uh, I just encourage you to not be nervous in a sales uh, situation. Really just care for them. Be really curious about them and just talk to them and, and don't even think about the sale. It helps. It helps get those uh, butterflies out. That's for sure. Okay, that's it. I'm Jason. I'm out.